What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with another episode of The Founder's Journal, my daily diary made public to you, the listener, so you can learn about the challenges, the wins, the losses from running a bootstrap startup that is Morning Brew. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about a few things, one of which is what we're doing as a company to celebrate Pride Month, and the second, the journey of interviewing and what you learn as you talk to candidates for a position. Let's get into it. All right, let's kick it off with what we're doing for Pride Month. I have an email in my inbox about a team event, but I think we're doing a few other things. Uh, what, what are you strategizing over there to celebrate? Yeah, so I, I think you know there are so many incredibly important causes that we want to um, we want to take action towards, we want to recognize um, as a business um, that we want to call attention to. But there's also, you know, an aspect of making sure the, the, the cadence and way in which we do it gives the appropriate amount of emphasis and time to, you know, each cause. And so I think even something that we're thinking about that I'm sure other founders, business owners are thinking about, maybe haven't called out yet, is this idea that Celebrating Pride Month is incredibly important, but we also wanted to make sure we balance that with everything that we are doing to talk about and take action um, as related to George Floyd's death and to Black Lives Matter. Um, and so I think we figured out the proper cadence. And so, you know, what we've been talking about as a leadership team recently, especially talking about with our head of people, Kate, what we're going to do for Pride. And the plan is twofold, internal and external. Internally, as a team, I have to give all credit to Kate um, because, you know, we were just talking about what can we do. And I was brainstorming cool experiences, things we could do. Uh, and I had a few ideas in the hopper, but nothing as creative as Kate. So I'm going to just read out what we're doing as a team. Kate found something on Airbnb experiences. It is called Sangria and Secrets with Drag Queens, based out of Lisboa, Portugal. 4.97 stars, 1,663 ratings. And I'm just going to read the quick description. Ladies and gentlemen, grab your smartphones, tablets, or computers, go to your couch or kitchen and get ready for the most amazing online interactive stream of your life. We're here to bring extra happiness and sangria to your quarantine. This is so much more than a live cocktail class. Fabulous drag queens will teach you how to make the most authentic, fresh, and delicious Portuguese sangria all from scratch, step by step. We will not only share this traditional secret recipe, but we'll also be serving up our unique live performances. It'll be a cabaret-style digital cocktail class you'll never forget. It's time for you to dance, cheer, and laugh. Embrace these times with positivity and relax with us. And so, shout out to Kate. It's going to be an awesome experience. We're going to learn about drag culture. Uh, we're going to celebrate Pride Month. And at the same time, we're going to all create our own sangrias from scratch. Uh, what a unique way to celebrate pride, but also do so during a restrained time like quarantine where we can't all be together. On the external side, I think we're going to do something similar to what we've done in the past, which is some sort of editorial feature. I don't know what that's going to look like yet, but on June 28th or 29th, um, on the anniversary of the Stonewall riots, we've done a piece in the past, and I think we're just potentially going to talk about the history of Stonewall, the Stonewall Inn, and uh, what that represents for the LGBTQ community. So that's what we're going to be doing externally to um, educate and involve our entire 2.2 million person audience in this conversation and this recognition of the community. What do you think about 
pride being a big moment for brands where every brand does something where we're doing something. Uh, but, but I think that there's a lot of conversation around how genuine it is. Is it really making an impact? What, what's your take on the brands getting involved in important events like this? So I think the decision to get involved is black and white in the sense that every company should be getting involved in Pride Month to show their support and solidarity for the LGBTQ community. I think where it gets gray is beyond that core desire, which is to recognize and support the way in which it manifests itself, I think becomes a, a gray spectrum because I think clearly brands are going to be thinking about how can this be a great brand moment for them? But I would also argue that it's, <laughs> you almost want great brand moments where there isn't a lot of brand competition and given every company can and should be supporting Pride Month in their own way, I would actually argue it's a very difficult time to cut through the clutter as a brand because this is every something that you're competing against everyone to do. But I think your question is well-received in the sense that companies get blowback for seeming to amplify their pride initiatives from a brand awareness uh, and customer acquisition perspective rather than laddering it to the initial purpose, which was to show support. And what I would say is I think it just comes down to discretion. Is it okay for it to be a brand moment? Yes. Is it okay to get your entire team and your audience excited and celebrate and support with you? Yes. But I think it comes down to how can you do it in a methodical and thoughtful way where you're not risking coming off as disingenuous and, and inauthentic. And so I can reference a specific example where companies have used pride for their own gain more than doing it for its authentic reasons. But I just think it comes down to doing it with tact and just being thoughtful about always coming back to why did you decide to do this? It was to support people. It wasn't to, you know, create commercial value. Makes sense to me. Do we, sure. uh, we hop into the second part? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. So I was on an introductory call with a potential candidate for a new role. The role is art director, which is a relatively senior title for someone who works in a design capacity. Um, first of all, we decided that we want to hire an art director for a few reasons. One is because we are only growing our products as a business. And we have two incredible designers at Morning Brew in Frank and Ian. They absolutely crush it. Morning Brew, uh, basically any image you see in our newsletter or our website, Ian and Frank have created. And I, I believe they're best in class in media. That said, we are creating more products. We're launching Marketing Brew, going to be launching more newsletters and audio products and other things in the future. We are going to need more design talent. At the same time, I am managing... Frank and Ian. It is not the right thing to do for Frank and Ian for me to manage them. I can manage them as people. I can manage them as professionals, but I'm not a, a designer by training. They should have someone who has been a practitioner, who has been a strategist, who has been a manager, who can help them to think deeper about the design work they're already really good at, but also who can literally show them this entire world of parts of design that they don't even know that they don't know. There are so many layers of design. And unless you have been exposed to it um, by an organization or by a person, you literally have no idea what you don't know. And so my hope is 
I want to bring on a senior design mind who can open Frank and Ian's eyes to this entire world of design outside of what they're spending their time on at Morning Brew, someone who can mentor them and train them, but also someone who can work in the trenches with them and continue to put out great quality design work so that they aren't spreading themselves too thin. But at the same time, this is the first time that I'm trying to hire for a role like this. And so there's so much learning that goes into hiring for this role. And what I'm starting to realize, and, and I, I'm just acknowledging now that this has happened with other positions in the past, where it was the first time that I was hiring for the role and not a role that I'm accustomed to hiring for, is the job description that you post on your website on day one of publishing the job ends up being so incredibly different from potentially even the title, but definitely the job description that you end up hiring for on say day 30 of actually making your hire. And so what I find is that these initial conversations with candidates for the role actually is less about recruiting and more about education. And so I would say these first few weeks of me hiring for this art director role are an education in a few things an education in the org structure for designers. Like in a media company, what is the organizational hierarchy for designers? Does it go design intern, designer, senior designer, art director, creative director, director of design? Is it totally different? I have no idea, but these interviews are giving me the opportunity to learn that. Uh, it's also giving, giving me an opportunity to understand where are our blind spots as an organization that I don't know, I don't know, no one on the team knows we don't know, but someone who's had years of experience running design and organizations would be able to tell me. And so it's just been a really interesting learning to see that, you know, maybe one of these first five can candidates ends up being our person, but I at least think right now it's as much a masterclass in understanding design within organization than an actual hiring process itself. So, you know, I would love to hear from you in, in how you navigate hiring for positions you've never hired for before. And if you've had a similar experience to me in this kind of education in the early days of hiring for a role. I hope you found this episode interesting. And as always, shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com. If you have any questions, would love to chat with you and I'll catch you tomorrow. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.